Blog Talk Radio.
many of you are hungry for God? Are you hungry for Him? Floodgates to open up.
Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, welcome to the Lord Hour. Praise God. Oh, he's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. He holds the universe. That is so true. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, God, it's awesome. I'm just happy because the Lord's hour is working. And the Lord, you know, was letting me know. I pray yesterday. I said, Lord, <laughs> fix the Lord's hour, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He said that he, it was going to be done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All the glory and honor to you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, it's wonderful. It's good. Hallelujah. Praise the King of Kings. Praise Jesus. Praise God, my brothers and sisters. He's good. He's good. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. My brothers and sisters, this is going to be a good message tonight, very good message. Praise God. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Lord, we come into repentance. Lord, forgive us, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord. Forgive us our sins, Lord, God Almighty. Forgive us, Lord. Cleanse us with your blood, Jesus. Oh, with your mighty blood, Jesus. Hallelujah. Cleanse us. Cleanse us, Lord. Purify our heart, mind, and soul, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Lord, you're welcome, Jesus. Welcome, 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 Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Let it rain. Let it rain tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain, Lord. Oh, ministry your people, Lord. Ministry your people's heart, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord. Help me out, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for praying, brothers and sisters. Praying is very powerful, very powerful. Jesus hears our prayers. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. So knowing who you are, let's go to the word, my brothers and sisters. Knowing who you are. This is a testimony of John. Praise God. When the Jews sent priests, hallelujah, and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed. I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, no. So they said to him, who are you? John 1, 19, verse 22. So who am I? I am a creation of God who belongs to him and exists for his glory. I am a sinner who deserves nothing from God but looks to him for mercy. I am a new creation in Christ redeemed. Hallelujah. And in estimable cause, inestimable cause, despite all the struggles that arise from the sin that remains in my flesh, I am a child of God. Destined for unimaginable joy through Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior alone. Hallelujah. If you were to try to take the Lord out of my answer, 
I will have no way of knowing who in the world I am. Let's meet Jesus. Hallelujah. Last week we saw that when you meet Jesus, you come to know who God is. Tonight we're going to see that when you meet Jesus, you get to know who you are. Hallelujah. All the wisdom we possess is divided into two parts, knowing God and knowing ourselves. You never get one without the other. And when you meet Jesus, you get both. Praise God. Hallelujah. Please open your Bible at the Gospel of John, and we will begin at verse 19. This was the testimony of John. John, of course, was the forerunner of Jesus. He was the one who introduced Jesus in his public ministry. We're going to see in these verses that uh, he said about himself and what he said about Jesus. But in order to understand what he says, it will help us to know something about this man and his ministry. Hallelujah. Who was John the Baptist? He was born to a special intervention of God's power. John's father, Zechariah, and his mother, Elizabeth, were, were godly people, but they had no children. And they were advanced in years. Luke 1, verse 7. An angel of the Lord appeared to Zechariah and told him that he and his wife will have a child, but he did not believe it. Praise God. The birth of John came about uh, uh, in the usual way through the union of his father and mother, but it involved an unusual and remarkable intervention of the power of God. Praise God. He was a man sent from God. We find this at the beginning of John's gospel. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not alive but came to bear witness about the light. John 1, 6, verse 8. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. The angel said to Zechariah, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. Luke 1, verse 15. This, of course, does not mean that John was without sin. Being filled with the Holy Spirit does not make a person sinless. But it does mean that God had laid claim to him, that Jesus Christ had taken hold of him, and that the Holy Spirit was upon him before he was even born. Praise God. He was a burning and shining lamp. These are the words of Jesus by John the Baptist. He was a burning and shining lamp. And you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. John 5, verse 35. This says something about the character of his ministry. Burning indicates passion and heat. Are you burning? Are you burning? Hallelujah. Are you burning for Christ? Hallelujah. You have passion for, for Christ. Praise God. 
shining indicates light and clarity. So here was a man who spoke with the light of a clear mind and the passion of a warm heart. Here's a great prayer to pray whenever we have the privilege of speaking about Christ to others in public or in private. Lord, let me speak of you with the light of a clear mind and the passion of warm heart. Tell the Lord that, and you will see what he will do, what he will do for you. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus, so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for sending Jesus. Oh, Father God, thank you so much. I love you, Lord. So he was one of the greatest people who who have ever lived. Truly, I say to you, among those born of woman, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist, Matthew 11, verse 11. There were others who were also great, but no one was ever greater than him. According to Jesus Christ, John was among the greatest people who ever lived in the history of the world. By any standard, this was a remarkable man, and he had a remarkable ministry. John wore a garment of camels, camel's hair, and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was, uh, uh, what he ate was locusts and wild honey, Matthew 3, verse 4. John was not an ordinary person in terms of his appearance and lifestyle. I am the the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, John 1, verse 23. This was hardly an idea spot out in the wilderness. It was not the most, hallelujah, accessible location. So he said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said, John 1, verse 23. The Lord is coming. You are going to meet with with God. John's message was urgent, something that that has never happened in the history of the world. It's going to happen, and you better be ready for it. You better be ready for it. And his message was so clear that it could be summarized in a single sentence. John's message involved a call to action. May straight the weight of the Lord. Hallelujah. Clear away. Hallelujah. The rubble. Get ready to meet with God. And his message was filled with hope. Preach. A baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Mark 1, verse 4. Hallelujah. The response to John's ministry was remarkable. People came to John in vast numbers. Jerusalem and all Judea and all the the region about that Jordan were going out to him. Matthew 3, verse 5. People who came wanted to confess their sins. 
These people knew enough to realize that if they were to meet God, they had better to do something to get ready. If I am going to meet with God, I have got to do some confessing and repenting to get ready, praise God. Many people have a a profound awareness of their own need to get right with God. I believe in God, but I have not been walking with him. I'm not at peace. I don't feel clean. Things are not right between me and God, and I need to do something about it. People hear that a man is saying we need to get ready to meet with God. They say to one another, that is what I need to do. Where can I hear more about this? Praise the Lord. He is in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Pack your back, kid. <laughs> We're going to a trip to the desert. The response to John's ministry was such that the Pharisees decided to send a delegation to find out what was going on. Now I want us to notice two things from these verses. One, what John says about himself and what John says about Jesus, the ministry of any person or of any church will be shaped by these two things, what we say about ourselves and what we say about Jesus. John preached in a way that humbles sinners and exalts the Savior. And that should be a hallmark of all that we say and do. The gospel always humbles sinners and exalts the Savior. It is the character of people who are shaped by the, by the gospel to make little of themselves and to make much of Jesus. We cannot communicate at the same time that we are great and that Jesus is also great. Uh-uh. What John says about himself, the Jews sent priests and, Le- and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? John 1, verse 19. Notice what is happening here. There is a clash. John has a clear mission to speak about Jesus, but these people say, we want to know about you. Tell us about yourself. The world is always fascinated with people. That is why we make celebrities And then we want to know the inside story of their private lives, what they think and feel. You can see the clash here. John says, I want to know who Jesus is. The people say, we want to know more about you. We want to know who you are. The pressure is on for John to make his ministry about himself. This is why we've got to be careful here. Because our focus, our focus should be Jesus Christ, not about ourselves or someone else. Praise God. The journalist from the Jerusalem Chronicle comes out to the desert to do a, 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 a feature article on John. 
She turns on the tape, recorder sticks, a microphone under John's nose and says, So, John, why do you think your ministry is, is pro, is, hallelujah, is proving too successful? Why are so many people coming to hear you? Tell us about your experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit. What does that feel like? Maybe you would like to start by telling us about your choice in clothing. Is this a new camel hair brand or something? And about your diet? Whatever makes you think of combining locusts with honey? Who are you? That is the question that is brought to John by the delegation in the desert. Notice what John says in response and what we must make clear about ourselves. Praise God. He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. John 1, verse 20. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The question shows that in the mind of the Pharisees, it was at least possible that John might be the Christ. He spoke in the power of the Holy Spirit. He had a remarkable following. Hallelujah. Lives were changed through his ministry. Maybe he's the Christ. Maybe that was what the, what the people were thinking. But John gives, gives this clear and emphatic answer. I am not the Christ. I am not the Savior. I am not the answer to the great needs of the people. The answer, hallelujah, that's not lying in me. When you love and serve others, it is easy to get the idea that in some way you are the one who can fix the problems. John's words remind us, you are not the Savior. You are not the Savior of the person you are mentoring. You are not the Savior of your friend. You are not the Savior of your husband. You are not the Savior of your wife. You are not the savior of your children. That is a role you cannot fulfill in a burden you could not ever bear. They asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I'm not. John 1, verse 21. Elijah performed great wonders by the power of God. He prayed that it will not rain. And the scripture tells us that it did not rain for three and a half years. He raised the son of a widow to life and gave him back to his mother. A Mount Carmel, he called down fire from heaven, and it burned up a sacrifice that had been drenched in water seven times. So the delegation says, are you Elijah? And John says, I'm not. John did no miracles. He was not a worker of wonders. Are you the prophet? And he answered, no, John 1, verse 21. Notice they do not ask him, are you a prophet? They ask him, are you that prophet? The reference here is to Deuteronomy 18, verse 15, where Moses says to the people of God, the Lord your God will raise up. For you, a prophet like me from among you, 
the delegation wants to know, are you that prophet? And again, John says no. Hallelujah. So these questions and John's answers remind us of three great temptations that always face the church. First, the church has often been tempted to assume the role of the wonder worker, to focus on a miraculous gift, and to present ourselves as a channel of divine power. They say to John, is that who you are? And he says, I am not. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. In our words of all, the church may be tempted to put ourselves in the place of Christ instead of saying that deliverance comes from Jesus. We somehow suggest that it comes from us. When that happens, we exchange the vertical for the horizontal and end up suggesting to the world that salvation lays in our programs, our sacraments, our council, or our ministry. What we say about ourselves matters. We are not the Christ. We are not able to answer the world's problem. We need to stand with John tonight and confess with him that we are not the Christ. We are not Elijah. And we are not a prophet like Moses. A failure to make this kind of confession ends up with Christians or churches exalting themselves. What John says about Jesus, hallelujah. Among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me. The strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. John 1, 26, verse 27, John says, you want to know about me? Here's what, you need to, here's what you need to know. I am all about someone else, and I am not worthy to untie his sandals. Think about the man who said this. John was a man sent from God. He was filled with the Holy Spirit from birth. He was blessed with a remarkable ministry that touched many people's lives. He was one of the greatest people who has ever lived, and yet he says, I am not worthy. I am not worthy to untie the sandals on the feet of Jesus. The greatest Bible teacher you have ever heard is not worthy to untie the sandals on the feet of Jesus. The most spirit-filled believer you have ever met is not worthy to untie the sandals on the feet of Jesus. The wisest counselor you have ever sought it's not worthy to untie the sandals on the feet of Jesus. The person you, you must love in this world is not worthy to untie the sandals on the feet of Jesus. Whoever you are, whatever you have achieved, you are not worthy to untie the sandals on the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. This helps us to pull down the idols. And in our world, infatuated with celebrities. It is a word that we desperately need to, have, to, be, to hear. When John says, I am not worthy, John verse 27, 
1, verse 27, he is making an important statement upon himself. A man filled with the Holy Spirit says, I am not worthy. This reminds us that in our Christian best, we are sinners saved by the mercy of God. Hallelujah, whatever progress you have made or will make in the Christian life, your hope rests not in yourself or in what you have accomplished, but on the mercy of God in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, praise God. What John says here is a statement not only about himself, but also about ministry. When he says, I'm not worthy to untie his sandals, he's saying, I am not worthy to do the least thing for Christ. Ministry is a gift. It is an immense privilege. It is not a right. We have this gift by the mercy of God. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1, we do not have a right to a healthy and, and thriving and thriving church. If God were to withhold his blessings from any of us, all that we seek to do for him will collapse, will collapse completely unless the Lord builds the house those who build the labor in vain. So here is this great man. Our Lord says that he is among the greatest who has ever lived. And yet by his own confession, the greatest thing about him, about him is that he knows Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is the eternal, personal, divine, creating life-giving, incarnate, son of God. Hallelujah. So what do you say? What do you say? I hope that all of us will make John's confession about ourselves and about Jesus. I want to stand with John tonight and say, I am not Christ. The answers do not lay to me. They are found in Jesus. And I am not worthy to untie the sandals on the feet of Jesus. When you see the glory of the Son of God, that he will want you as his friend, that he will lay down his life for you. And that through this, he will be willing to bring you into the family of God. Then you will be ready to say this too. If you will take your stand with John tonight, three things will happen. You will grow in humility, praise God. You will learn to worship, hallelujah. One reason why many struggle to enter into worship is that we think too much of ourselves and too little of Jesus. May God have mercy, hallelujah. You will discover hope, praise God. You will discover hope. What we have been learning tonight, that's more than humble, the proud. It also brings hope to the downcast. Hallelujah to the person who says, I am not what I want to be. I don't have impressive gifts. I don't have widespread influence. My life is not as I would want it to be. John will say to you, life, 
Life lies not in who you are, what you can do, or in what you have accomplished. Life lies not in who you are, but in who he is. John's gospel was written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ. And that in believing you may may have life in his name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me have some water, my brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When we teach, when we preach, whatever your gift, whatever your ta- your talent is that the Holy Spirit have given you, you have to make sure that you glorify God. You have to make sure, hallelujah, that you give God the glory and the honor. You make sure that it's about Jesus Christ, hallelujah, but not about ourselves, not about ourselves, hallelujah, because this, my brothers and sisters, hallelujah, This is about Jesus. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise God. Last night I was, uh, the Lord came. We were talking. And when he was giving me, hallelujah, this, this study, I saw the Lord so happy. Praise God. He was pleased, and he told me, very powerful daughter, praise God. The Lord wants us to focus. He wants us to focus upon him, not about what someone has or what should I do. I mean, what should, should I get what that person has? Should I ask God the same gift or the same talent? My brothers and sisters, be careful. If that's your focus, if that's your focus, are just getting what your brother or sister or anyone else, a church, whoever you're listening to, if your focus is not Jesus Christ, you will fail. Praise God. God is going to take, hallelujah. Is going to take to heaven his bride. He is coming and the hour is near. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Shalom, sister. How's mama? Praise God. God is coming. Jesus is coming, my brothers and sisters. We all can feel it. He's giving us signs. A lot of things are happening. Our focus should be Jesus only. If the Lord decides to give you a gift, praise God. Praise God for that. But your focus should be on studying the word of God. Your focus should be about Jesus Christ. I remember when the Lord was letting me know. That, hallelujah, 
that uh, he was letting me know when when um, when I said to him, Lord, when I am in, 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 in heaven, praise God, you know, I the, the first thing that I'm going to be looking is for you. It's for you, Lord. And the Lord was letting me know that our focus should be, should be on him only. Everything else is beautiful, but our focus should be Jesus. And if, if, if the Lord decides to give you something that you're asking, praise God. Praise God for that. But our focus should be God. Hallelujah. I just, you know, I said to the Lord, praise God, I'm trying to remember. He gave me a perfect word. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, my brothers and sisters, there's nothing, there's nothing that is, that, that, that God cannot do. I remember yesterday just, you know, praying and asking God, praise the Lord. To fix the Lord's hour, and the Lord told me that He was gonna, He was going to fix it, and 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 you know, God is God is God is good, but we have to have faith. We have to have faith. I'm saying this for the, you know, all the glory and honor to my Jesus, all the honor and the glory because He did it. He did it. He did it. Praise God. The Lord fixed the Lord's hour. Praise the Lord. He did it. Thank you, Jesus. All the glory and honor and victory to you, the King of Kings, Lord. And you know, and and and, and sometimes you know, we just we think that it's it's so big for us. But God is things are so they're nothing, they're nothing, my brothers and sisters. Oh, the biggest reward. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Thank you, Jesus, for reminding me. Thank you, Lord. The biggest reward, my brothers and sisters, should be Christ. When you get to heaven. That's when he told me that angels, archangels and angels, praise the Lord, that are looking for is Jesus. Their biggest reward should be Jesus. That's what he was letting me know. And that's why, you know, I brought this message tonight. Um, and you know, my brothers and sisters, I praise God. If it's only one person, two persons, three persons, if it's only one person that takes, that listens, praise the Lord for that. If it's only one person that takes it, you know, praise the Lord for that. But people now on these days, my goodness, alter, you know, focus is about something else. When you start focusing about Jesus only, you're going to see. You're going to see, you're going to feel God's presence. You're going to feel God's presence in your life. And on everything that you do, that you touch, you know, it, it will go well. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm bringing this Bible studies. Praise the Lord. 
guys, please, with this. I remember one time I was letting the Lord know. I said, people are not really interesting, Lord, in your word. Some people, my brothers and sisters, thank you for, you know, because you're listening. Praise God. Uh, what the Lord is saying. Praise the Lord. And I think for those that are interesting and, you know, and, and, and eager and, and uh, will like uh, just to be with God, you know, to focus on God. Praise the Lord. Narrow is the, is the road. Narrow is the road that will take you to heaven. People that are not focusing on Jesus, well, too bad. Too bad because they're not, you know, they're going to feel sorry later. You don't want to be left behind. Praise God. God is going to take a bride, a pure bride. Praise the Lord. He's going to take a bride that is focusing on him, a bride that loves him with all of his mind, his strength. Hallelujah, with all with all of her heart to Jesus. A bride that it was not interesting on something else or someone else. Praise God. A bride that it just is interesting on being with the Lord day and night. A bride that is thinking, hallelujah, about Jesus day and night. Praise the Lord. A bride, hallelujah, that is praying without ceasing. A bride that is fasting continually, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A bride that is keeping his uh, their garments pure, white, white as snow. Praise the Lord. No stain. No wrinkles. A bride that is focusing on Jesus only. Praise the Lord. A bride that is not interested in anything else but Jesus. A bride that loves the Holy Ghost. A bride that lets the Holy Ghost know, guide me, Lord. Guide me, teach me, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, be my friend. Be my rabbi, Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. A bride that is obedient to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, a bride that is not focusing on the world, but departed to the, from the world. Oh, praise God. A bride of fear God and runs away and runs away from temptation. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. A bride that delights to read the word of God. Oh, and a smile that is thirsty and hunger, hunger, hunger for God. A bride that cannot live without Jesus. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. 
a bride, hallelujah. Oh, a bride that gives up everything. Your mother, your father, your children, your friends. And a bride that no matter the cost will be, follow Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord, help us, Jesus, to put our focus, our eyes on you, Lord. Let the Lord know, Jesus, help me, Lord. Oh, God, it's so awesome. I remember yesterday, praise God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Amen, a bride that purified in holiness and righteousness of God. Praise God. I remember yesterday, it was snowing here in Chicago in the morning, very cold. I believe it was 17, 17 degrees, 17 or 18, something like that. And it was snowing in the morning. And I said, Lord, would it be okay, Jesus, if you stop the snow, Lord, because, hallelujah, because, you know, my brothers and sisters, when we get a lot of snow, it is very, very hard to shovel, especially when it rains at the same time, you know, the snow, the snow gets very hard like a rock, and lifting that thing up, you know, the snow, shoveling the snow, it, it sometimes it's very heavy. You know, it hurts. It hurts your back, and it takes a long time also to clean that up. Praise God! And the machine I got, you know, to clean the snow, it's just you know it got damaged because somehow you know it it got stuck, and it's just not working. So I have to take it, you know, to get a repair. So I was asking God, Lord. Would it be okay, Lord, if you stop the snow, my brothers and sisters, as I, as, fit, as soon as I finished saying those words, the snow stopped. Hallelujah. That's how God loves us, my brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. It is stopped. And then, like, around 5 o'clock, I think it was, or 5-something, five, five it was right after 5 or before 5, it didn't snow until that time. It was starting to snow again. And I said to the Lord the same words, and it stopped snowing. My goodness, I was crying, and I was saying, Lord, wow. Even, Lord, when I prayed about this, you listened, Lord. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness, I was so thankful and so happy. Because, you know, the Lord hears our prayers, and he understands. And then I remember that night, you know, Jesus came to my house. And I said, Lord, I'm sorry, Jesus, because I asked, Lord, to stop the snow, Lord. Maybe the animals, you know, they need it in, in, in you know, some place. 
And, and I'm just, you know, I'm saying to stop the snow, Lord, but I just, I let the Lord, why? And the Lord said to me, I understand, daughter. I understand. Oh, praise the Lord. The Lord is so good. My brothers and sisters, God is awesome. God is so good. He is so good. He is so humble. He's such a gentleman. Oh, man, 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 man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And stories like that, you know, things that, the, that God have done for me, my brothers and sisters, and that he does, things that he does for you too. Praise God. They don't have any words because God is good. He's so sweet and very loving. Amen. And I just run into his knees. Hallelujah. I bow down and I said, Lord, you are so good, Jesus. You are so good, Lord. And I play some very anointed music for him. And he smiles, my brothers and sisters, he smiles. When you worship the Lord, he smiles. When you pray to the Lord, he smiles. When you thank to the Lord, he smiles. When you care about the things that he has created and you respect those things and you love those things too, pets, the nature, you know, that he created and and he knows that you, you know, you take care of it. He smiles. Praise God. I have let the Lord know, praise the Lord. I want nothing just but just him. I don't want anything else, just him. Praise the Lord. And, you know, when we all get to heaven, my brothers and sisters, we're all going to want to be with the Lord. Yeah, there's things, of course, there's going to be beautiful things in heaven, things that he has created. But you're going to know and you're going to realize that he biggest reward is the biggest reward, praise God. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise God. Praise the Lord, Sister Marietta. That's a very good idea. You know, adopting an animal, even that, you know, Jesus likes that. Praise God. Take care of it. Praise the Lord. To your animals, my brothers and sisters. They listen. They know. I remember on um, uh, uh, many occasions, I let them know, let's go, let's go outside. You got to go outside and do your business, you know. when I, when, As soon as I say that, and then, and then I tell them, I say, you know, it's very cold. Come on, make it fast. <laughs> and they do it. They, they do it right away. 
And then the witches come back inside. Praise the Lord. Because God, my brothers and sisters, God gives you, see how he shows, he shows his love also in that way. Praise God. I remember when my when I was when I when I was sick that I couldn't that I couldn't stand up you know last year that I got hurt from my back. I remember my uh um because I got two animals. I I got two uh, two dogs, a schnauzer and a have a poo. Uh a have a niece. Excuse me, a have a niece. And uh, and uh why have a niece is very loving. Uh, you know, she comes and and just uh and and wanted to just spend time with me. And uh and, and you know that's even with with you know when you feel you know like a sad or or, or you feel like you know um uh, when when you feel like that animals comes and gives you happiness because you know they they like to play they like to play with you. They like to be with you. So praise God. You know, God created all those animals and, uh, and, and you know, things to, you know, to make us, um, to make us happy, to spend time with them, you know. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, Focus on Jesus. Let your focus be on Jesus, nothing else. And when you focus on Jesus, my brothers and sisters, as I always, as, as I have uh, said it, you're going to see things happening in your life. Good. Very good. He will bless you. He will bless you even more. Because he knows that, you know, that you love him. He knows that your focus is on Jesus. He knows that nothing else or no one else matters but him. And when the Lord is pleased and he knows that, look out. (laughs) You know, he's going to bless you. He's going to bless you. You're going to be his child. Praise the Lord. He's going to want to spend time with you too. You're going you're gonna to be able to feel his presence, and he's going to guide you. He's going to give you dreams and visions. He's going to give you what, what your heart desires. Praise God. And he has better plans for you. He's going he, he, gonna to give you uh, he has a big plan in your life. But you will have to just find him. You will have to seek him. You will have to pray. You will have to fast. You will have to seek him. Go, go, go. Run after Jesus. Run after him. Run, 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 and find him. Seek, knock, 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 and knock, and knock. And keep insisting and knock, and knock, and knock, and knock, and knock, and knock. And keep knocking that door. Say, Lord, 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 I love you, Lord. Lord, I miss you. Lord, I want to be with you. Lord, 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 I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this and this and that. Thank you for my health. Thank you, Lord. He'll be with you. He will give you that thirst, that hunger that you got from. He will give it to you. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let it rain. Let it rain. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Open the floodgates from heaven, Lord. Let it rain. Let it rain, Jesus. Oh, Lord, your people, Lord. Let it rain, Jesus. Let it rain. Open the floodgates from heaven, Lord. Oh, let it rain. Let it rain, Jesus. Touch your people, heart, Lord. Ministry your people. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Touch them. Touch them. Let it rain. Let it rain, Holy Ghost. Oh, let it rain. Hallelujah. Oh, receive the hallelujah, the loving, the loving of Jesus tonight. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. How beautiful your presence is, Lord. Lord, pray. Hallelujah. I pray, Jesus, that you will pour more, 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 more of you into their life, Jesus, into our life, Lord. Help us, Lord. Oh, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain to your bride, Jesus. Open the floodgates of heaven, Lord. Let it rain, let it rain. More of you, more of you, more of you, Jesus. Pour on us what we need, Lord. What we need from you, mighty God, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, you're awesome, Jesus. Hallelujah, let the anointing, hallelujah. Let the anointing come, Lord. Hallelujah, anoint us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. My brothers and sisters, Jesus, seek him, seek him, seek him. Don't get tired, don't get tired. Hallelujah. Be glad always and rejoice always with the Lord. Live in righteousness and justice. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Proclaim his righteousness. Hallelujah. One day we'll see his glory. Oh, God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Jesus. Yeshua, Yeshua. Oh, let it rain, let it rain, Lord. Let it rain, let it rain, Jesus. Holy Ghost, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. Touch your people tonight, ministry to their hearts, Lord. Minister, ministry, minister, minister the heart, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 
How beautiful you are, Lord. How wonderful you are. Oh, hallelujah, powerful you are, Jesus. How powerful you are, Lord. Hallelujah, let it rain, Lord. Give hallelujah to your people according, hallelujah, to their need, Jesus. Oh, praise God, hallelujah. May God bless you, hallelujah. My brothers and my brothers and sisters, focus, keep looking up. Hallelujah. Because the hour, hallelujah. In the day only Father God knows. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise God. We gotta be ready at all times and be on guard. Waiting for our Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ. And our focus should be Jesus only. No one else and nothing else. May God bless you. May he continue to bless you, bless you, bless you. May God bless you. Hallelujah. May God give you his shalom, my brothers and sisters. May the Lord be gracious unto you and shine his face upon you. May God bless you. May God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Praise God. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Father God. I give you the honor and the glory to you, Jesus, and the victory to you. And thank you, Jesus, for fixing the Lord's hour. Praise God. Thank you for being with us, my Lord. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All the honor and the and the, and the praise and the victories for you, for you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. We're not worthy, hallelujah, to untie your sandals, Lord. Praise God. We exalt you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We bless you, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Lord. May God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom. Praise God. Lost Talk Radio.
Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to God's Pillar 7 channel. I'm Sister Barbara, and Brother Dan is with me with a prophecy. Uh, this video is also going to be uploaded on our new uh, video uh, YouTube channel called Yeshua's Remnants. It's all one word, capital letters. And on our Facebook page, two words, Yeshua's Remnants. So join me now in the King James Version Study Bible. I'm in Isaiah. I already have the Holy Ghost coming on me, so you might see me running around through the house. So here we go. Isaiah chapter 10, uh, verse 20-25. It's called, The Returning Remnant of Israel. So it shall come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel and such as have escaped of the house of Jacob will never again depend on him who defeated them, but will depend on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in truth. The remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. For, for though your people, O Israel, be as the sand of the sea, a remnant of them will return. The destruction decreed shall overflow with righteousness, for the Lord God of hosts will make a determined end in the midst of all the land. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, O my people who dwell in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrian. He shall strike you with the rod and lift up his staff against you in the manner of Egypt. For yet a little while, while I, and I, the indignation, and I'm sorry, the indignation will cease, as will my anger and their destruction. And the Lord of hosts will stir up a scourge for him, like the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb. As his rod was on the sea, so will he lift up in the manner of Egypt. Glad to be here again on God's Healer 7. I got this word on June 1st of 2013. Shall my messengers not speak my words at the appointed time? You serve me, not the world. All my glory and power shall be revealed in my time, shall change, not be greeted with disdain. Lift up thy hands and feel the wind of my spirit. Shall all journeys not have a beginning and an end? Shall faith not intervene this day and show you the path to your salvation? The eyes of glory see all. Temptation shall find its conqueror, for it is I. Shall the vigilant not be rewarded for their perseverance? Today is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad. Blessed are those who speak my word, for their reward shall be great in heaven. Silence's words shall now be spoken. Shall I not fill your heart with my spirit this day? Time holds hostage those that fear death, but those who follow the truth have chosen life. Announce, Son of Man, for the remnant shall gather in my holy city. I shall save not the lost, for they must save themselves. Come forward now, for I call thee by thy name, written in the book of life. Amen. Whoa. Are you written in the book of life? Is he calling you? This remnant? Wow, I can't even come on. 
at the end here, or I'm going to run for the help. <laughs> so again, I want to say, if you're uh, a backslider and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. <laughs> You'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You can look at that in Acts 2.38, and again, proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord from now until September 23rd, 2015, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. Thank you, Brother Dan. Thank you, Lord. We're still on here. Thank you, Lord, that you opened uh, eyes of, and ears of those out there. And again, uh, subscribe to the new channel, Yeshua's Remnant. And again, the Facebook channel. Uh, again, there'll be things on there that are not on the other channels. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shalom. <clears throat> praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Are we excited? Are we excited? Are we excited for God? Hallelujah. He is so good. He is so loving. He is so wonderful. His presence has been so real, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for uh, showing up last night there. Hallelujah. And tribulation now. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It was such a great show. Hallelujah. It was it was really informative. John had a lot of information. Hallelujah. I don't know if everything that we wanted to talk about, we were able to. Hallelujah. All glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know if we covered all the topics um, that John wanted us to talk about. I think we focused too much on, on one thing or another and not on every single topic that we wanted to talk about, but it was still fun. It was still fun. We were talking about the Lord, and it's always fun to talk about Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so good, and he is so awesome. Hallelujah. I don't know if the the news that I have will be excited <laughs> to hear. Hallelujah. I don't know if he's excited. You know, God, God, hallelujah, uh, have, uh, it's, it's talking about judgment coming. He's still showing me judgment that is coming to, to the United States, to the north, hallelujah. Many say the east, but it's the north, and, and it's coming, hallelujah. It just, it just um, this judgment is coming. And, and the Lord says to me this morning in prayer, um, they don't believe, they don't, they don't believe my warnings. They don't believe my warnings, the Lord says. And I'm like, oh, wow, wow, wow. That, that is sad. That is sad. Hallelujah. That is sad that the Lord is actually speaking through his prophet on things to come. And and people are not be believing the Lord. Again, when the Lord speaks to the people, it's him speaking his word. Because that's what, a, that's what a messenger do, delivers a message. And that's what we're doing. Hallelujah. It's not our message. Hallelujah. And we, we, when we deliver a message, we, we you know, we know it's not ours. Message, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Wolitsky. And and we know it's not our message, and so we're also we're also nervous about all this. You think we want bad things to come over here? No, that we're, we're over here. But the Lord, you know, God, it, it, He just wants America to repent. He wants this nation to repent, and it doesn't seem like it's happening. And so he's he's not happy. He is not happy. And wait, when do I share with you to one na to one nation? He compare uh, the United States this morning. Hallelujah! And I'm gonna go ahead and share share this with you. I have it in my Bible, but I got my headphones on right now. 
So let me go ahead and try to look at my Bible online. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So I can go ahead and share. Just um, just give me a second, brothers and sisters. I still got a few audio to play. So I'm going to go ahead and play an audio, and I will be back after this here. Uh, this, uh, uh, Sister Barbara and her husband put up three messages yesterday. Um, so so um, I'm going to go ahead and play all three of them. I'll be back after this one. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to God's Pillar 7 channel. I'm Sister Barbara and Brother Dan is with me with a prophecy. Uh, this video is also going to be uploaded on our new uh, video uh, YouTube channel called Yeshua's Remnants. It's all one word, capital letters. And on our Facebook page, two words, Yeshua's Remnant. So join me now the King James Version Study Bible. I'm in Isaiah. I already have the Holy Ghost coming on me, so you might see me running around through the house. So here we go. Isaiah chapter 10, uh, verse 20-25. It's called, The Returning Remnant of Israel. So it shall come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel and such as have escaped of the house of Jacob will never again depend on him who defeated them, but will depend on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in truth. The remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. For, for though your people, O Israel, be as the sand of the sea, a remnant of them will return. The destruction decreed shall overflow with righteousness, for the Lord God of hosts will make a determined end in the midst of all the land. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, O my people who dwell in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrian. He shall strike you with the rod and lift up his staff against you in the manner of Egypt. For yet a little while, while I, and I, the indignation, and I'm sorry, the indignation will cease, as will my anger and their destruction. And the Lord of hosts will stir up a scourge for him, like the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb. As his rod was on the sea, so will he lift up in the manner of Egypt. Glad to be here again on God's Healer 7. I got this word on June 1st of 2013. Shall my messengers not speak my words at the appointed time? You serve me, not the world. All my glory and power shall be revealed in my time. Shall change, not be greeted with disdain? Lift up thy hands and feel the wind of my spirit. Shall all journeys not have a beginning and an end? Shall faith not intervene this day and show you the path to your salvation? The eyes of glory see all. Temptation shall find its conqueror, for it is I. Shall the vigilant not be rewarded for their perseverance? Today is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad. Blessed are those who speak my word, for their reward shall be great in heaven. Silence's words shall now be spoken. Shall I not fill your heart with my spirit this day? Time holds hostage those that fear death, but those who follow the truth have chosen life. Announce, son of man, for the remnant shall gather 
in my holy city. I shall save not the lost, for they must save themselves. Come forward now, for I call thee by thy name, written in the book of life. Amen. Are you written in the book of life? Is he calling you? This remnant? Wow, I can't even come on. At the end here, or I'm going to run for the help. So again, I want to say, if you're a, a backslider and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. You'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You can look at that in Acts 2.38, and again, proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord from now until September 23rd, 2015, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. Thank you, Brother Dan. Thank you, Lord. We're still on here. Thank you, Lord, that you opened uh, eyes of, and ears of those out there. And again, uh, subscribe to the new channel, Yeshua's Remnant. And again, the Facebook channel. Uh, again, there'll be things on there that are not on the other channels. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shalom. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome again to God's Hill, our seventh channel. And I'm going to add Yeshua's Remnant channel. And uh, I'm Sister Barbara, Brother Dan, my uh, husband and co-host on here, sometimes reluctant to put up things. But the Lord gave direction yesterday in the morning uh, when I was praying that this vision that he's going to tell you about ties directly with the two messages I already have up there. One's called, Come, uh, Listen to What the Spirit Says, and the other one is called, Man's Church uh, and Its Destruction, something to that effect. So join me in Revelation. I'm going to be in Revelation chapter 14, verses 1 to 5 in the New King James Version Study Bible. Then I looked, and behold, a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven like the voice of many waters, and like the voice of loud thunder, and I heard the sound of harpists playing their harps. They sang as if, as it were a new song before the throne, before the living, four living creatures and the elders, and no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who are not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These were redeemed from among men, being firstfruits to God and to the Lamb, and in their mouth was found no deceit, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Brother Jan. Glad to be here at God, Sealer 7. I, I don't remember when I got this word. It's a while ago, though. And like you said, yeah, and I, I was reluctant to put this one up. It's a vision that I saw. Um, so in this vision, I'm driving up to the church, and there's fresh fallen snow. Snow was two or three feet deep. The path to the church, though, was clear and dry. Uh, I was afraid um, that I was going to fall. In the back seat was the lamb in a cardboard box. So my wife goes up, opens the church door, I grab the cardboard box with the lamb in it, and I go into the church, and I go up, to, up the aisle to the front, and then I stop, and the lamb becomes levitated. So I go in my seat, I sit down, and a little while later, um, I get the lamb, I put it back in the box, and it comes home with me. And it's still there. That's it. So the lamb no longer resides in the church. He's with us. And he is, because we are the temple of the Lord. So again, a very interesting message tying uh, the lamb and the church, man's church together, and his calling out of the remnant, his people, his church, uh, 
going on now. So, repent, be baptized in Jesus' name. You'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You read about that in Acts 2.38. And again, I'm proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord from now until September 23rd, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. I have several uh, videos up there. You could, you could just Google it or YouTube it, Gospeler 7, with the uh, acceptable year of the Lord. And uh, they'll all come up. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're still here. Brother Dad, awesome uh, vision. Thank you. Amen. So long. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Sister Sarah also has another word we're going to play a little later. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But I I want to have Sister Amy. Sister Amy, welcome to the Lloyd Tower. God bless you, Brother LV. God bless you, brothers and sisters. God bless you, Sister. Hallelujah. And um, um, the Lord is comparing right now the U.S. to to Moab. Hallelujah. Moab. And I want Sister Amy to read Jeremiah. 48, where it talks about Moab. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Sister Amy. Okay, I'm going to be reading Jeremiah 48 out of the New King James Version. Against Moab, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Woe to Nebo, for it is plundered. Kirajatham is shamed and taken. The high stronghold is shamed and dismayed. No more praise of Moab. In Heshbon, they have devised evil against her. Come and let us cut her off as a nation. You also will be cut down, O madmen. The sword shall pursue you. A voice of crying shall be heard in Horam, plundering a great destruction. Moab is destroyed. Her little ones have caused a cry to be heard. For in the ascent of Lewith, they have ascended with continual weeping. For in the descent of Horem, the enemies have heard a cry of destruction. Flee, save your lives, and be like the juniper in the wilderness. For because you have trusted in your works and your treasures, you will also be taken. And Shamoth shall go forth into captivity, his priests and his princes together. And the plunder shall come against every city. No one shall escape. The valley also shall perish, and the plain shall be destroyed. As the Lord has spoken, give wings to Moab that she may flee and get away, for her city shall be desolate without any to dwell in them. Cursed is he who does the work of the Lord deceitfully, and cursed is he who keeps back the sword from blood. Moab has been at ease from his youth. He has settled on his dregs, and has not been emptied from vessel to vessel, nor has he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remained in him, and his scent has not changed. Therefore, behold, the days of the Lord are coming, says the Lord, that I am to send him wine workers who will tip him over and empty his vessels and break the bottles. Moab shall be ashamed, and Chamosh at the end of Israel was ashamed at Bethel, their confidence. How can you say we are mighty and we are strong men of war? Moab is plundered and gone up from her cities. Her chosen young men have gone down to the slaughter, says the king, whose name is of the Lord of hosts. The calamity of Moab is near at hand, and his affection comes quickly. 
bemoan him, all you who are around him, and all ye who know his name. Say, how the strong staff is broken, the beautiful rod. O daughter inhabiting Dibon, come down from your glory and sit in thirst, for the plunderer of Moab has come against you. He has destroyed your strongholds. O inhabitants of Aor, stand by and watch. Ask who flees and who her who escapes. Say, what has happened? Moab is shamed, for he is broken down. Wail and cry. Tell it to Arnon that Moab is plundered. The judgment has come on the plain country, on Holon and Jeziah and Metaphiah, on Dibon and Nebo and Beth Diblatham, on Kirajetham and Beth and Gemul and Beth Meon, on Kiroth and Basra, on all the cities of the land of Moab. Far or near, the horn of Moab is cut off, and the arm is broken, says the Lord. Make him drunk, because he has exalted himself against the Lord. Moab shall wallow in his vomit, and he shall also be in derision. For was not Israel a derision to you? Was he formed among thieves from whenever you speak of him? You shake your head in scorn. You who dwell in Moab, leave the cities and dwell in the rock, and be like the dove which makes her nest in the sides of the cave's mouth. We have heard the pride of Moab. He is exceedingly proud of his loftiness and his arrogance and pride and of the haughtiness of his heart. I know his wrath, says the Lord, but it is not right. He lies. Had made nothing right. Therefore I will wail for Moab, and I will cry out for all Moab. I will mourn for the men of Kirharis, O vine of Sibma. I will weep for you with the weeping of Jazer. The plants have gone over the sea. They reach to the sea of Jazer, and the plunderer has fallen on your summer fruit and your vintage. Joy! And gladness are taken from the plentiful field and from the land of Moab. I have caused wine to fail from the winepress. No one will tread with joyous shouting, not joyous shouting. From the city of Heshbon to Eliah and to Jahaz, they have uttered their voice from Zoar and Horam. Like a three-year-old heifer from the waters of Nimrim also shall be desolate. Moreover, says the Lord, I will cause to cease in Moab the one who offers sacrifice in the high places and burns incense to his gods. Therefore my heart shall wail like flutes in Moab, and like flutes his, my heart shall wail for the men of Kerheres. Therefore the riches they have acquired have perished, for every head shall be bald and every beard clipped. On all the hands shall be cuts, and on the loins sackcloth, a general lamentation on the housetops of Moab and in all its streets. For I have broken Moab like a vessel in which no pleasure, says the Lord. They shall wail how she is broken down, how Moab has turned her back with shame. 
So Moab shall be a derision and a dismay to all those about her. For thus saith the Lord, Behold, one shall fly like an eagle and spread his wings over Moab. Kiroth is taken and the strongholds are surprised. The mighty men's hearts in Moab on that day shall be like a heart of a woman in birth pangs. And Moab shall be destroyed as a people, because he has welled himself against, because he has exalted himself against the Lord. Fear and the pit and the snare shall be upon you, O inhabitant of Moab, says the Lord. He who flees from the fear shall fall into the pit, and he who gets out of the pit shall be caught in a snare. For upon Moab, upon it, I will bring the year of their punishment, says the Lord. Those who fled stood under the shadow of Heshbon because of exhaustion, but a fire shall come out of Heshbon, a flame from the midst of Sihon, and shall devour the brow of Moab, the crown of the head and of the sons of Tumult. Woe to you, O Moab! The people of Chamosh perish, for your sons have been taken captive and your daughters captive. Yet I will bring back the captives of Moab in the latter days, saith the Lord. Thus far is the judgment of Moab. Amen. Thank you, Sister Amy. Hallelujah. I'm I'm looking up all, all definition and meaning. That has to do with Moab, and I'm finding all kinds of information. Hallelujah! It, it is just so, so tremendous that the Lord uh, led me to Moab. Hallelujah! That this is exactly how this nation um, is behaving right before the Lord. Hallelujah! He, he took me out again last night. Hallelujah! And and I I was in New Jersey in the days ahead of us. I know last night, and so I heard uh, a lot of crying, a lot of people crying, and so I ended up running to them, and I said, what is going on? What's happening? And and, and someone was explaining to me in the street that that this this I, this person was in front of his house, and, and they were saying, because well, the government had cut off a cistern, a medical assistant, she couldn't go to the doctor anymore. You know, and what do you mean? And then I saw a guy rob another guy. He was he was stealing from this other guy. He took his wallet and ran. The other guy was chasing him. And I said, "What is going on?" And he says, "There's no assistance from the government." It, you know, and, and and so it is exactly what we've been talking about, and that's what the Lord was showing me last night. We have over fifty peop, uh, fifty million people um, um, on assistance from the government. In 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 uh, 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 people in welfare, people in different programs, um, at at the government, in in all these all the over, I believe what they said on CNN is over 50 million people right now, on on assistance from the government, people that can I find job, including the unemployment, all that, and so, um, brothers and sisters, it is so sad, because. These these over 50 million people in America were stealing and robbing, looting everywhere. It was chaos. It, it was a mess. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm full stem. Thank you, Doreen, for that. Hello. Someone, maybe, someone can probably look up that, the exact 
uh, percentage, which is over 50 million anyway. Look it up online and go ahead and post it here, so we can have the exact number. But because I heard it was for over 50 million, but you know I just don't have the the right numbers with me. But brothers and sisters, what I was seeing last night, it was this. People, uh, you know how the this Obamacare, Obama uh, uh, programs to to that he had pushed the states, different states, like the state of Massachusetts, and it's not so every state, still a few states that don't have this health care program, the Obamacare program that have pushed on the states for everyone to have health care. In Massachusetts, you have to have health care or, or you will be fine. You will be fine if you don't have health care. You have to have either from, from, from the government or you have to have buy your own health care. Here, and so um, they have the Obamacare program here. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah! And so that is going to be cut off soon. You know, the government will have to go on national television and say, "Look, we don't have any more money to pay for this." That's it. This over 50 million people are not going to have health care anymore. And this is what coming. This is what the Lord was showing me. People were, were robbing other people. It was horrible, horrible. Hallelujah. A lot of a lot of power outages. The Lord spoke to this pastor a couple of years ago about power outages coming to New York, New York City and many other states soon. Soon this is coming. Hallelujah. You know, uh, uh, the government has said, like Obama, the beast, I don't even like to say any, I'm not supposed to say any, so I'm sorry, Lord Jesus, that, that he tried to push solar panel to the nation. Hallelujah. As an alternative to, to, to a coal and all, and all these things to run the power company. And, and so they wouldn't charge people so much for, for, for light, for the light service. But it, it has not worked. It just has not worked. And it's all this has been a struggle. The nation is deeply under debt, brothers and sisters. Deeply. And they cannot afford to go on with all this. And the Lord is showing, showing me last night that very soon, Days ahead of us, brothers and sisters, this country is going south. It's it just they, they don't have the money anymore, hallelujah, to pay for health care anymore. And so the government will have to come out and say to the people, look, we just don't have the money to pay for health care. This Obama program, health care program, have brought this country in, into bankruptcy, which that, that's what the devil was planning anyway. We know that, but the Lord is in control in heaven and earth. But these things have to happen. Who has been keeping the economy running, the stock market? The Lord says he is the one. I remember I told the people uh, a few uh, th over three years ago, I, I used to listen to Blank, Glenn Beck, and um, Larry, I used to listen to Glenn Beck every day, and, and we were on TV there just listening to him. Praise the Lord. Glenn Beck was, was talking about uh, how this, this country will have to fight for bankruptcy very soon. They can. They will not be able to keep up with 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 how how they're supporting the citizen and all that. They just don't don't have the money. Hallelujah. There you go. Thank you for that, Sister Woliski. Destroyer Moab. Kimaf was a national uh, uh, deity of the Moabites, uh, whose name most likely means destroyer. So or fish of God. Oh, that, that was so horrible. That it, it gives you a Bible verse there, which I'm gonna go ahead and. And, and uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah, put it on the chat room. Thank you for that, Sister Woliski. Hallelujah. And that has to do with the Moab. Hallelujah. And so, brothers and sisters, it's coming. 
is coming. The Lord is warning us. The Lord says people are not believing his warning through his prophet. And he's just not talking about me speaking about it. He's talking about everyone who he's given this word to go on and tell the people what's coming. People are not believing his warning. And that's sad when the nation get to that level when they don't want to hear what God has to say. Because that's what that's what they're saying to God. We don't want to hear what you have to say. Well, their attitude with how they are ignoring God, not not believing His messenger, His message. Hallelujah! That that is so sad. That is really sad. And so the Lord is letting me know He God is bringing this into America. This this destruction that He's been talking about, this tsunami and earthquake. They they're coming. They're heading to us. Hallelujah! Shalom de Atayana, sister. Yeah, nice to see you here. Sister, and so the, the Lord is warning his people, look, it's coming, it's coming. And so all God is asking us is to believe him, just to believe him. Believe his message he's given to us through his prophet. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. It's, it's just so important. We, we we just believe God. And so what the Lord compared uh, America is to the Moab, hallelujah. Concerning Moab, Isaiah 48, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Well, to Neva, for it will be a ruin. Keshlaim will be a disgrace and a capture. The stronghold will be a disgrace and shatter. Moab will be, uh, will be praised no more. Hezron, Moab will plot, hallelujah, her downfall. Come, let us put an end to the nation. You two of methmen will be silent. The sword will pursue you. Listen to the cry from Henorayim. The, uh, the cry of great havoc and destruction, more will be broken. Listen to what he says on verse 4. More will be broken. Her little ones will cry out. That is uh, so sad. They will cry out. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. They will cry out. And, and this is what's going to happen here. People will cry out to God. But God, God is telling his own people, listen, my children, he's going to protect us. Yes, it's scary for this nation what's coming. Hallelujah. Over 60 million Americans are public assistance. Thank you for that, heaven. First time in unemployment. Imagine that. Imagine that. In, you're going to have 60 million people without any first time, without any assistance, without any money soon. What do you think those people are going to do? How do you think they're going to survive? Wow. Hallelujah. Go to Detroit. And see how, how everything is going on over there with the economy they're going with. They're having, look, put a, a Robin and destroy, or, or, uh, Robin, yeah, Robin on YouTube about destroy, and watch out how they rob people over there because there's no job. So much people homeless over there. Hallelujah. And all these things are getting worse every day, brothers and sisters. And so the Lord say, look, there will not be in, no more economy in a few days. In the days to come, I will say, in the days to come, this this government will have to file for bankruptcy. They will have to tell the people, even if they don't want to file for bankruptcy, they will have to tell the people, we cannot pay for health care anymore. We're talking about $700 billion. It, it, the government has to pay for health care. I don't, I don't know how many months, hallelujah. They, they, they're paying for it. I don't know if, if it's every quarter or every year. The United States pays over over $700 billion for health care here in America, and they have to borrow the money from China. And what is the government of China saying? It's saying they don't want to lend the U.S. any more money 
because they already own them too much money. And so uh, they've been looking for other nations to lend them money just to pay for health care, brothers and sisters. Why is this has to be this way? Because we cannot afford it anymore. This Obamacare program, the Beast Healthcare program, sorry, Lord, for saying his name, uh, it should not have been so because the country was was in a bad shape when he took over the, the nation, the country. And now he's even running into to 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 nothing. Hallelujah! To where things cannot be afforded anymore. Hallelujah! He's been running this nation this way, and, and so it's just too much money they have to borrow just to keep this economy going. Hallelujah! And the Lord showed me last night there will be so much looting soon, people robbing other people. When when this health care program is it, people uh, uh, that that really need the health care the health care because they're sick, they're not gonna have it. Hallelujah, they're not gonna have it. And so um, when the health care program goes, and the government start cutting here, cutting there, cutting that, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be real, real bad, brothers and sisters. For anyone who ha- doesn't have any emergency cash, something that they can run to and, and, you know, praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so, brothers and sisters, let, let's be wise. Let's use wisdom and all this. Let's stay close to the Lord now more than ever. Because that's what the Lord has said through Sarah, to Barbara, to many other, that he is going to protect his people. His people. He is going to protect them, hallelujah. And so he wants us to stay real close to him. I have another word here. Let me see if I can go ahead and play this word. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But his people, he's going to take care. Now the rest of the people, they're going to have to go through the, through the really hard and difficult time that is coming. Are they ready for this? I don't think they are. I just, because I seen what they were doing last night. I'll be back up to this minute. Hi, it's Monday, June the 3rd. Um, The Lord shared this word with me this morning. Before my next hand is played, my bride needs to become one. Like an incohesive group, she struggles now to find her focus. So many parts of my body going in different directions. Stop. Become one in your focus. What should your focus be right now? What kind of display must you be offering up, you ask? Love. Love is my universal language, and it is the only truth that cannot be counterfeited by Satan. If Satan tries to counterfeit love, it begins looking a little bit too much like love. That he cannot stand for. He will and is able to counterfeit so many other things if it brings his prey into the snare. If pure and when shown from one of my children to a lost child in its purest form, it cannot be imitated or duplicated by Satan. He can't do it and won't do it. My children operate in the highest sense of love now. Do not question the things I am speaking to you and asking of you. You will be moved out of your comfort zone now. My kingdom is worth it. With me, all things are possible, and soon what feels very uncomfortable will become second nature. Trust in me and operate in my love, 
and watch the miracles unfold in the turbulent times ahead. Turbulent time, that's what's coming. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 48, uh, 7, the Lord compare the U.S. to Moab. Hallelujah. Since you trust in your deeds and riches, you too will be taken captive. Hallelujah. And Shemas will go into exile together with his priests and officials. The destroyer will come against every town. And, hallelujah. And, and not, a town will, not a town will escape. The valley will be ruined. The, the plateau destroyed. Hallelujah. Because the Lord has spoken. Put so on Moab, for she will be laid wasted. Her town will become desolated with no one to live in them. Hallelujah. And that's exactly what I was seeing last night. Places here will become desolated. People don't want to be there anymore. No job, no employment. Imagine if Detroit, having such a bad economy, something like this hit. Hallelujah. No more assistance from the government. No health, No more health insurance from the government. How will the people in Detroit, hallelujah, which a large percentage of them has, have no job anymore, have no other way out, brothers and sisters? This is what's coming. People are going to come up north. People are going to go a different direction, looking to to uh, find food, a place where they can find food, a place that where they can uh, eat and live. People want to live. Hallelujah. And, and so people have no fear of God in, on the street up here in the United States. They're going to rob other people. They're going to steal from other people. I, I, was tell, I was telling this brother, look. Just let him take your wallet. He took your wallet. Don't chase him. Because, you know, you chase him. He has other friends up there, uh, down there. They're going to go ahead and beat you up. Hallelujah. If it's, if it's so bad like that, why do you need a wallet for? I know you need IDs and all that, but, you know, you don't want to lose your life over, the, over an ID. Hallelujah. And, and it was such a mess, such a mess last night that I was seeing. I was, the Lord put me through. So I would just see. And then the Lord says to me, people... Hallelujah. Here in the United States, are not believing his, his warning. They are not believing his warning. And I'm like, oh, man, oh, man, this is so sad. This is so sad. Uh, what can we say? Hallelujah to the people. But to seek the Lord, trust the Lord, get close to him. Hallelujah. I've been telling people to repent. Uh, let's call people to repent for this nation. But the Lord is saying it's coming. I, I, I don't know. Some people are saying, hey, hey, Brother Elvie, it's too late already. It's too late. We know what you're trying to do, Brother Elvie, but it's too late. I never want to say it's too late because God is a God of mercy. Hallelujah. But it, it looks to me like it's going to just come last night. When I was there, I'm like, man, because you think about it, could I done something? Should I just been telling people just to repent since I told them the first time that this was coming? What can I do? How can I help people here? How can I help people understand what's coming? And that they will not escape the word of God says. There's just no way. Only the Lord can keep us and protect us. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we're warning you people. Hallelujah. Warn other people. Warn them because it's coming. It's coming. Verse 10. A curse on him who is last in doing the Lord's work. A curse on him who keep a sword. A sword from bloodshed, hallelujah. Moab has been arrested from the youth, hallelujah. Yes, this nation, since it was formed, has been arrested. Hallelujah, enjoying everything God has given this nation. People here have been enjoying them. 
But now God, God has said he cannot stand to watch the sexual sin of this nation. Hallelujah. The killing, abortion, the killing of, the, of these babies. Amen. Hallelujah. It is so horrible before God. You know, look what we have now, mobile clinics. Hallelujah. Teenagers from high school do lines on these mobile clinics to have an abortion here in the United States. When people when people came out to protect against it this year, in Methuen here in Massachusetts, because the, the city allowed these mobile clinics, and they're just having so much business, you know, more, they're having more business than any other business business around. Because teenagers are lining up for an abortion. You know, and it's so horrible. It's so horrible. If you see what is going on, it's so horrible. You know, I wish I was allowed to take my, 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 cam my camera and take pictures so I can put it online so people can see this. But the police and all that have been around those places because they know a lot of people don't like this, this stuff, what's going on. But they think it's okay. They think it's fine. They say it's the right for the mother not to have these baby to abort them. And so they're just doing that. But this is such a horrible sin before God. It has quadrupled since of three years on abortion in America. That's what it says online when you look this stuff up. Hallelujah. More abortion every day, brothers and sisters. More sexual sin. Homosexuals and lesbians is just multiplying everywhere. And it's just so horrible and people think it's normal. Churches have allowed this. And they said it's okay. It's okay. And so they have allowed the sin. They have a, yes, yes, God loves men. But God don't love sin. It's that people have confused the love of God. They have, they, have pre they have wrongly preached the love of God. They have abused the word love in such an evil way. When people talk about love, you've got to pay attention to how they talk about love. Because the way the churches are showing love to the homosexuals, they come, they marry them, and they keep them as a member of the church. They make them deacons in the church. And they take part, and they're still doing the work that's evil. Hallelujah. That abomination before God, they're still doing it. They're not repenting because the church is saying it's okay. So they're misapplying the, Lord, the word love there, brothers and sisters. How, how, how do you explain this, Sister Amy? Can you help me out? <laughs> it, it's, it's just evil, Brother LV. And, you know, you, I'm sitting here, you know, you're you're talking about these abortions and these mobile clinics and when when i first heard you speak about that that just blew my mind that is amazing and you know we only see such a small part of this i can only imagine what god sees in the united states alone and it's such wickedness and you know i want to tell you brother lv um you're talking about people you know they don't want to repent they don't i you know, we just got some Bible tracks in to put out at the at the business we're at, and um, you know, it, it just the best Bible tracks, and it talks about you know God's wrath and His anger, and it and it goes into depth, really in depth about you know uh, the United States turning its back on Israel. I mean, just perfect with the judgments and the tornadoes that have came. Just a really good Bible track. And people will look at it and just throw it down. They don't care. They just don't yes. care. And it and it is such a lack 
uh, people are so selfish in the United States. And, you know, God is holy. And, you know, he has to punish such wickedness. And whenever you try to speak to people about repenting, they just, they get offended. They don't want to hear it. Amen? Amen. It's so horrible, so horrible that these preachers goes on the radio. There's a preacher that someone was telling me about. He he has thousands and thousands of followers in the United States. He works with many churches and many ministries in the United States. And he's preaching that it's okay to bring the the the, 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 the homosexual and marry them and the lesbian and marry them because that's what they want. God loves them. He is misapplying the word of the love of, the word love of God to these people. And they're teaching this stuff in the churches, and people are applauding this guy. Oh, and they think he's so great. This is so horrible, so, so horrible, that those sins are okay now in the church here in America. Praise you. And in Europe, Europe, people also, I got people writing me from Europe telling me the same thing, how pastors in Europe and all of this are also allowing this stuff, and they say it's okay. Priests are saying it's okay. Don't don't judge these people. They chose the lifestyle. Let them, let them enjoy. Let them be happy, and this and that. And so they just receive how they are, and they love them what they are, and they don't tell them to repent. They don't tell the people to repent and and and, and, and change from this homosexual life. Let the Lord change them. No, it's not about that. That's not what they're teaching. So imagine how horrible that is. You know, you know, we can have hundreds of people here in the chat room in, 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 in the Lord Tower. You know, if I just talk about heaven, this place will be full of people. But if I talk about sin, homosexual, and all that, people immediately, they lag out. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. Okay? They, it, to them, it's like, you know, people get offended right away. Hallelujah. And, and they, if I say, like I use the word holiness, Immediately, some people get offended. Oh, you're talking about holiness. You think you're so holy. You're so righteous. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about Jesus. Amen. I'm talking about his word. Hallelujah. I pray for mercy for myself. Hallelujah. That I'm found worthy to escape. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I, I want to go to heaven. I want to make it, but I'm not there yet. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm still down here, brothers and sisters, like you. Hallelujah. And so, you know, we can have hundreds of people here. If I just talk about heaven, people will love that they clap. Oh, they, all just they want to hear is about heaven. But when you talk about sin, when, you, when you're talking about living holy, being righteous before God, hallelujah, they don't want to hear that. that. That's not their message. That is not their message. Don't talk about homosexual sin. That's not their message. They don't want to hear that. But, you know, I rejoice when I get contacted by... by, by uh, uh, ex-homosexual man, uh, hallelujah, lesbian sister, who came out of those sin, and now living for the Lord. I guess so. I guess such a joy when they talk to me, when they write to me, and they let me know how God has set them free, how the Lord has set them free. Oh, through the program, how listening to the program, the Lord has set them free. This young man that was talking to me, that he was listening to the Lord Tower, he was struggling. We're homosexual. He could not come out. He said, the Lord Tower, the Lord uses to help him to come out of this sin. You know, I, I, I really get happy for that. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear me in regard to, to talking about sin. 
Praise God, hallelujah. They just don't want to. They don't want to, hallelujah, hear about that. Praise Jesus. So we, we can have so many people in the chat room, but immediately when I start talking about sin, they start lagging out. That's not what they want to hear. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 48, 11 says, Moab has been a rest from youth like wine left on the dregs. Hallelujah. Not pour out from the joy to the another. She had not gone into exile. She had tasted as she did. Hallelujah. Her aroma is unchanged. But days are coming, declare the Lord. When I will send men who pour out from her joy, and they will pour her out, they will empty her joy and smash her jugs, hallelujah. And, you know, emptying her joy, emptying whatever she has left, hallelujah. America is running out what she has left, hallelujah. Our riches are just going with the winds in this nation, slowly but slowly but slowly, brothers and sisters. It's government will have no more choice as soon as the Lord take it out of this economy. Hallelujah. But to let, let it fall. Let it come down. Hallelujah. And then they will have to declare martial law. Because you're not going to have six, six, 60 million people running around the streets, uh, robbing and stealing from other people. One thing the Lord will show me, they're going to shoot people on sight. The police, the army, the marine, they are going to shoot people on sight. Brothers and sisters, and we, we I believe, we're going to see some of, a lot of this stuff before we go home. We, we might see martial law before we go home, brothers and sisters. I tell you this. We will see it in, 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 different, in different city or different state. Hallelujah. And so, hallelujah, it's, it's going to be sad. It's going to be really sad, hallelujah, to, 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 hallelujah, to see martial law and to see people being killed. I, one time the Lord showed this to me. And the Lord was standing right in front of me and saying, and show me when, when the, uh, the government was, was telling the people that they have no more money uh, uh, to support them, to help them out. And, and um, I seen people yelling to the government and, and people so upset, so mad. How, and they were asking the, 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 the state governor for answer of what is happening, what is going on. They were saying, we just don't have the money anymore. We just don't have it. And they were very mad, and people were being killed. There was, uh, uh, there were riots in different places here in the United States. It was so bad. It looked so bad. And the Lord showed me that we're going to see this before we go home. Yeah. That's why you hear the prophet saying, "Trumpel's uh, days are ahead of you." That's right. Hallelujah. But I will protect what is mine. You know what the Lord says to me when those days come? He says, "I want you to stay home." I want you to stay home. Why do you think the Lord is telling us to, to start saving emergency food, to have food supply for an for emergency? Hello, Sister Amy, you can talk about this. Uh, have the Lord been talking to you about uh, having this, this emergency food put away? Amen, brother. You know, when you began the show, um, we, we immediately started um, putting back supplies, but... I wanted to share with you, brothers and sisters, even two weeks ago, the Lord really started pressing into me about getting more things um, in order to, um, whoever the Lord brings to me, I'll just put it that way, because I don't know, I just got, I know I got to be obedient to what the Lord says to me, but to um, go ahead and, and get as much food as we can, and, and just rice, and 
and baby formula and and diapers and and things like that you know and I, I i pray to the lord that through those things that he will help me minister to people when the time comes but you know brothers and sisters it is so important um listen to brother lv he's telling you the truth and you know the lord has confirmed it with so many people and he is just he's laid it on my heart so heavy that you know we're we're going to see some of these things and the lord will protect those that are his but we've got to be found faithful and be obedient and when the lord tells brother elvi you know to to get food then heed those words of warning um the lord will take care of us but you know we got to we got to take a step out in faith and and be obedient to the lord when he says you know you need to go get these things because you know it may be through these very things that you know you can win some souls over to jesus christ while we're still here amen <clears throat> yes yes you know the, the right now every everyone it's 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 just so prideful that when you give them, you give them a bible tract or anything they don't want to receive it. They just they they'll throw it away because they think everything is so great. They're still getting assistance from the government. But as soon as these assistance goes away, and people say, "What am I going to do? Where am I going to get money to pay my bills? Where am I going to get money to eat?" You know, because let me tell you, your landlord, your property owner, it's going to start kicking people out. Who cannot pay the rent? And the majority of people are renting. Not everyone owns a home that is paid a hundred percent, because the majority of people owns a mortgage. That means the house is still not yours. You can say it's my house, but it's not really yours. It's of the bank. And so, if you, if you, I remember a testimony of a sister, whom the Lord told her not to move from the house and stay there. And she only owed two more payments, and the the total of the house would have been paid. She she bought the house for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. She had been in a house for, I think it was over seventeen years, and so she she had been throwing in there extra payment and all that just to pay the loan faster. The loan was like twenty twenty five uh, uh, year loan, and so she 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 really wanted to pay her house, but then something happened that she had to travel. And was laid on two payments, and the bank took over her house. The bank took over her her house. She lost her house to the bank. She only had two more payments ago, and the Lord had warned her about this and all that. And so she, you know, again, when when things are great, everything is good. People people don't care. People just don't care. They don't want to listen. And so this is what happened to America. And so because the Lord is speaking to them. And they're not listening to him. They're not believing him. Then God is going to bring this to bring people uh, to their knees to Hallelujah to repenting, Amen. because that is what's going to take to bring people to repenting. And so that's what God is going to do. Hallelujah. The Lord did not tell me it was too late, but I felt in my spirit, Hallelujah. I felt in my spirit that when the Lord just keeps on showing me this and saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Hallelujah. You know, I don't repent. It has to do with repenting. People are just not repenting. Hallelujah. And I'm not just talking about the Christian. Amen. Because the judgment, of course, starts through the house of God. God takes his, his house in order first. And then he, he'll, he'll deal with the rest. 
And so he's been dealing with his bride. And so you see so many people backsliding now like never before. Because they think everything is so great, and God's been talking about judgment, and they never come, they say. Yeah. And so they're backsliding, they're back into sin, they're back into the world, they, they think they're enjoying the world. Well, they are going to be surprised very soon. I got bad news to them. They are going to be surprised very soon by the Lord, by God Almighty. Hallelujah. And so... Um, praise Jesus, hallelujah, it's coming, it's coming, that's all I know, it's coming, hallelujah, he has not talked about uh, delaying anything, I remember last year, after all the repentant people did and all that, you know, then the Lord spoke to me, and, and just told me to wait, hallelujah, because he has forgiven this nation again, hallelujah, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He has forgiven this nation again and given this nation another opportunity. Now in this opportunity he has given us, he's calling us again to repent in this year. Hallelujah. Just waiting to see, hallelujah, if anyone will repent, but no one wants to listen. The Lord says, and no repenting, go into the throne. Hallelujah. And so now the Lord is saying, it's coming. It's coming, and it's going to come any day. Any day, we're going to see on television total chaos. Some of us who can see it, because some people will have no power to see television. They will just have no power. That's what I seen. There was no power last night in New Jersey. It, it must have been from 6 to something, uh, getting dark at night, and I saw no light coming up. There was no power in the city. People were robbing other people. Hallelujah. And that's what's going to happen. Bank robbery, yeah. When there's no power in the city, they, they, people are going to break into bank. How are they going to record those people with no power? That's what's coming, brothers and sisters. It's going to be horrible very soon. But, you know, they cannot say God never warned them. They can never, they can never say God did not speak about these things coming. Hallelujah. And so, brothers and sisters, prepare your house with the Lord. Hallelujah. Prepare your house with, with the Lord. Prepare your life in righteousness and holiness before the Lord. You don't hear those words anymore, righteousness and holiness. Prepare your life and repent them before the Lord. Seek him with all your heart. Let, let him be the master of your home, of your life. Let Jesus lead you. Let his Holy Spirit guide you. Hallelujah. Let him do it. Trust him. Put all your trust in him. He will take care of you. He has said it very clear through his prophet. He will take care of his children. He will protect his children. You, you don't need to worry about anyone coming to harm you or, or, your, or your family if you are putting your total trust on the Lord. He will make sure you are protected. Hallelujah. I know the Lord will have special angels to protect his holy one very soon. Hallelujah. He will. Just as he sent angels to Sodom and Gomorrah, to get Lot and his family out of there. Hallelujah. They, they, the Lord has given them charge, hallelujah, over Lot and his family. They have the responsibility to protect Lot and his family from, from the rage and angers of the men of Sodom and Gomorrah. And when you read the Bible, you see how mad they were. They were so mad. They wanted to beat up Lot because Lot would not allow his, his, his guests to go be with them. 
Hallelujah. To go just be with them. Hallelujah. These men didn't even want the women. They wanted the, the other men. That's how, hallelujah, the, 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 the sinful, evil spirit of Satan are blinding people. And that is going on in America now. Hallelujah. This is how horrible these things are. And they're happening. They're happening here. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So horrible. Hallelujah. But God sent his angel to Sodom and Gomorrah to get his servant law out of there because of the prayer of Abraham. And they did a great job. They they got him. Hallelujah. Listen to this to this audio someone put up just last night. Someone sent it to me. I'm going to put it on. Listen to this. I did receive these words early this morning. I could not sleep and got up about 1.30 a.m., went into my office, and heard the Lord speaking about California. He said I will give you the most particular words I have ever given you about the effects of the coming earthquakes in California. Write these words for me to warn them, and he was then speaking about helping his people in that state of California. I did not want to post it, until I did sleep on it asking for confirming dream or vision. He said go to bed, it will be okay to wait for there is time, but you must hurry for it is important, yet I will speak to you. I did sleep but lightly and I kept hearing and seeing these words. At the breakfast table, I read this word to Celeste, and could hardly read it, because of emotions and tears. I was deeply touched, and moved again in my spirit as the other day when I broke out weeping when I heard about earthquake coming to California, and the by the moment now word. I knew then that this word must be published, so I will now write it. I move in compassion now and say, many of my people in the state of California have turned to me and have prayed. These will I spare most miraculously from the great destruction coming upon California because of the wickedness of the wicked. Stay in your homes and put oil on the doors even as the children of Israel put blood on the door. When I see your oil and faith, I will pass by and the death angels will not harm you. Because the cry has been great coming up to me out of Los Angeles, I will spare many in that great city, yet many will perish, because of sexual sin of lasciviousness. The stench of Hollywood nauseates me, and I will point my finger at it, and make special note of it, so all the world may see. I say to my people, come out of the filth and do not look back, even as Lot's wife looked back and perished. Run from them before you fall with them. Many of my people have compromised with their open sin, and those who will not repent will be cast out with them, hypocrites. Great suffering will come upon you quickly, except you flee away, washing your hands of the filth, and purging your heart of the wicked lust, and thoughts against me. San Francisco will not be spared, because I see the great depths of perversion in you. Flee quickly from the city or suffer great loss, all you who know me, yet. Know this I will have to pull many from the explosion, and shaking, and fire, even as I did in 9-11 from the towers. Yet for you who live in San Francisco it will be like Sodom, and many will perish. I warn you to flee from the wickedness of sexual perversion. Men with men, and women with women, and the turning of sex into perversion. 
I fully see your disgusting behavior even as I beheld Sodom. Again I warn you, flee from the city while you can, yet many I will have to help, taking them by my hand to pull them from the destruction. The statement of my wrath upon Sodom city will vibrate, and shake men of like mind all over the world. Mighty will be the cry of repentance when they see the destruction and judgment of this city. There will be safe zones throughout Southern California where my people will gather for safety. Pray and hear me, I will lead many there. Because of the tremendous shaking in California, there will be many fissures and faults opened up in many places worldwide. Like a trigger on a gun, the shaking will travel quickly. Think not because you are not in California, that you will escape, you who practice the sin of sodomy. America will be shaken to change the course of events and this will forever cause change in this land. Watch out East Coast, watch out from the White House to every house for I will show you your sins. I will, like a mighty farmer, go out and plow under this very soil of America the ugly sin. I will scatter those who hate me and the standard of righteousness will arise once again. I will arise in my people, because in that day, revival and great awakening will come. Like the world has not seen before, not just in America. To him, who has ears, let him hear what I say. Men or women, turn now, or suffer for judgments coming. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You heard that warning that that was sent to me after I believe after I came out of John's program, I went to check my email and I was there, hallelujah. I said, Wow, wow, wow. The Lord is just uh, showing other people what is coming. The Lord also gave um Kevin Mirassi another word. Let me see if I can go ahead and look it up real quick, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Uh, so, David, you got the word from Kevin Morassi? I hadn't got it yet, Brother Elvie. Okay, it's a new word that he just sent out. Uh, it's weird because uh, I believe someone else sent it to me and not him. He usually sent me his word. Yeah. Hallelujah. And so he said it's a new word from him. Okay. So he 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 saw that he see they having problem with. Uh, with the uh, with the internet or something, they were sent today at 4:49 p.m. four hours ago here. Hallelujah! And it's from June 1st. Praise Jesus! Hallelujah! And she's talked about so much things coming, which it, it just it's just confirming what the Lord has just been saying. Hallelujah! Uh, the things that are coming, brothers and sister, and we gotta prepare. We really gotta prepare with the Lord and be obedient. Hallelujah. I just read um uh, uh Jeremiah forty eight sixteen then four Amoab is our hand the four Amoab is our hand. Her calamity will come quickly. Hallelujah hallelujah mourn for her, all who live around her. Hallelujah. All who live around her, hallelujah, I mourn for her. Say hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. It says, how broken is the mighty ancestor. How broken is the glorious staff. Come down from your glory and sit on the past ground, O inhibitant of the daughter of Deham. For he who destroyed Moab will come up against you, ruin your favorite city. Stand by the road and watch who, 
who live in Aurora, hallelujah, ask the men fleeing, the woman escaping, ask them what has happened. Moab is disgraced, for she is shattered. Wait and cry out, announced by the honor, the Moab is destroyed. Judgment has come to the Platias, Platias, hallelujah, how long has sand in myself, Diva, Niva, and Devlahem, Kevahem, Beth, Kemal, all these are city. They have been born, and some of them are King Kiria and Hobah. All the town of Moab, far and near, Moab horn is cut off, her arm is broken, declares the Lord. See, when God is going to do something, it's going to be done. Hallelujah. And whether people like it or not, God is saying He's He's the one doing it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse six twenty six. Her make her drunk, for she had defiled. Defy the Lord. Let Moab uh, wallow in her vomit. Oh, that is so sad. Let her be and now you are ridiculous. When you're talking about vomit, you're talking about people backsliding. Hallelujah. And that's what's happening here in America. So many people are backsliding here. Hallelujah. Was not Israel the idea of your ridiculous? Hallelujah. She was also cut among teeth. Hallelujah. That you uh, shake your head in, in scorn whenever you speak, uh, speak of her. Abandon your tomb, door among the rock. You who live in Moab, hallelujah, be like a dove that makes a net at the mount of and cave. Hallelujah. We have heard the Moab pride, her overwhelming pride and conceive. Her pride is arrogance and the haughtiness of her heart. I, I, hallelujah. I know her insolent, but it's Fertile, hallelujah, declares the Lord. And her boast accomplished nothing. Therefore, I, hallelujah, I will over Moab. For all Moab, I cry out. Hallelujah, I mourn for her. Man and her harasseth, hallelujah. I weep for you, Jasset weep. Oh, by Nasimah, hallelujah. Your branches pray as far as the sea. They reach as far as the seed of Jasset. The destroyer has fallen. And your ripper, fruit and grapes, joy and gladness are gone from the ocean of the field of Don and Moab. Hallelujah. It has stopped to the floor of wine from the press. No one threat them with shout or joy, although they are shout, hallelujah. They are not shout or joy. That's sad. That's sad. That, that we will hear shout, but not shout of joy. It will be shout of pain and hurt. A people that, that had it so great, so so wonderful, and now they have forsaken God, has forsaken the Lord, has forgotten about the, the one who raised them up, the one who made them a, a mighty nation, the most powerful nation in the world. God had raised his nation. The Lord has done it. Hallelujah. With tear and prayer for this nation, for the love, hallelujah, Washington and Lincoln, those men that fear him, God raised his nation. A fearful a nation of God who protected the Jewish people. And because of that, God has blessed this nation. But now this nation has given their back to God. Hallelujah. And have ignored his warning. Hallelujah. They have ignored his warning. Now they don't want to hear. They have hearkened their heart. Hallelujah. They have ear to hear, but they, hallelujah, they don't hear. Hallelujah. They have eyes to see, but they don't see. What God is showing them, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Their heart has become hardened. Hard, they don't want to hear God's warning. Hallelujah. They don't believe in his warning, the Lord says to me. 
Hallelujah. This nation don't believe in God's warning anymore. God called this nation to repent and through that to a word. Hallelujah. How many have repented to that? Hallelujah. And God has said he's bring, he has warned America and is going to bring his judgment on this nation. May God have mercy. Hallelujah. Praise God, because if he released the warning he has shown me, there will be mighty destruction in this nation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is so God, God's own church. Hallelujah. Had, had, are, are full of sexual sin. Sexual sin in the church. Yes. And they don't fear God. They think it's okay. They think it's fine. Look how God has blessed us, they say. Hallelujah. Every time they think of all the the sinful the, the 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 sinful things they do in the church, they think about their about their money and abundance and the freedom they have. Paul says we have freedom, but not freedom to sin. Amen. Hallelujah. Not freedom to sin. We don't have the freedom. God don't want us to sin. Hallelujah. It's 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 freedom to seek Him. That's why He has given America freedom of religion. Freedom to seek God, freedom to fear Him, freedom, freedom to worship Him, freedom to go to His house and worship God, read your Bible, learn about Him. Amen. That's the freedom God has given us. Hallelujah! Such a great freedom. Other nations don't have this freedom. Other Christians in other nations get beaten for having a Bible. They get beaten for speaking about the Lord. They have it so bad. Hallelujah. And people here can talk about God all day long if they want. Hallelujah. But now when you go out on the street to, to tell them about Jesus, they don't want to hear it. Places have been kicking people out for just sharing the word on their, on their property, on their parking lot. Oh, yeah. They say, no, 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 get out of here without teaching. People are hearkening in their heart in America toward God. What have God done to them but bless them? Hallelujah. What had God done? Hallelujah. But keep but but he kept America. Hallelujah. He blessed America. Why is God the bad guy now? Why is the Lord the bad guy? That's right. Hallelujah. Why is he bad? Why do people in America hate Jesus now? And they talk about about Jesus in the media. They curse his name. They use his name as a curse. They laugh at Jesus. They make fun of him. Hallelujah. On television. Saturday Night Live. They, they make so much fun of Jesus. That show comes out of New York City Live every Friday, every Saturday night. They make fun of Jesus. Hallelujah. So much. Hallelujah. They take his name as a curse. As a curse. They don't fear God anymore. Hallelujah. They just don't fear God. They just don't care. And people see that on television and everybody laughs about it when they make fun of Jesus. Like if what he did on the cross was a joke. Hallelujah. If, if it's, it's, they make it sound like his mercy on mankind has been a joke. Hallelujah. They take his word for granted. They use they use the, the the word of God for slander, for joke, for evil on television here now. And people just 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 at home they laugh. 
the more fun they make of Jesus on television on Saturday Night Live, the more people love the program. Yeah. When is God's fall for having mercy? How is God e- how is God evil for having mercy and blessing people? How is He evil? Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Woe to those that go uh, good evil and evil good. That's what's happening in America. Woe to America, who's calling God evil, who's calling Jesus evil, who's making fun of Jesus. Woe to America for doing that. Hallelujah. It's behaving like a harlot before God. Hallelujah. God raised this nation. Hallelujah. Verse 18. Come down for your glory. Sit on the parched ground. And they have veteran. They are here, uh, 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 here veteran. Uh, the daughter of Asdiram. Hallelujah. He who destroyed Moab will come against you. Says the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 26. Make her drunk. For she has defiled the Lord. Let Moab wallow in the, her vomit. Hallelujah. Verse 29. We have heard of Moab and her pride. Over, over, overwhelming pride and conceive her pride and arrogance and the haughtiness of her heart. I know her insolent, hallelujah, for it's uh, fertile, declares the Lord. And it's so horrible before the Lord to hear this from the lift of, of, of the nation he raised and blessed. Hallelujah. Therefore, hallelujah, I, I weigh over Moab. Hallelujah. For all Moab, I cry out. Mournful, hallelujah, for the men of Kurdish Hashem. God cry out for this nation. The Lord cries out, I cry out for America. Because he loves America. He loves the people. He has so much people here in America that love him. So much. Hallelujah. There's still so many fear for him here. You think it's easy for him to bring judgment among the people he loves? Hallelujah. But it's going to bring fear to those that are backsliding. You see, the, so, someone said there are more people backsliding than people that are being saved. Hallelujah. This man of God was telling me. I was like, wow. I never seen it that way. I never saw it that way. But he said there's more people backsliding than people that are being saved. I remember the Lord showing this to me twice. Here in America, this is how bad Christianity has become. There's more people backsliding than people that are being saved. His church, his people are backsliding because they think they have it so great. What do they need God for? They believe in their heart. Their heart has hearkened, says the word. Hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 33. Joy and gladness are gone from the ocean and the field of Moab. I have stopped on the floor of the wine from the press. Hallelujah. No one to treat them with a shower of joy. Although they are shower. They are not shout of joy. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's coming. Verse 30 says, So my heart lament for Moab like a flu. Hallelujah. Lament like a flu for the men occur harass. Hallelujah. The world they inquire is gone. Hallelujah. You know why the world of America will be gone? Because the Lord was the one who brought that wealth. And so it's going to hurt him to see America lose the wealth. Because he gave it to America. Hallelujah. It's like you giving your, your kid, your son, your daughter a great gift, a card or something. And then to see them lose it, it's going to hurt you. Because you know that you sweat for that money. You, you, you work for that money. 
to see them lose it, it's not easy. And you gave them to them with love, not so much the work you, you went through for that money. It's because of the love you, you, you wanted to give them that gift, and you went and gave it to them, and now they lost it. Hallelujah. That's exactly how the Lord feels. Because he, he gave everything to America with love. The loved, the riches were loved. And to, to see them lose it, it's going to be very sad for him. He says, so my heart lament for more, like a flow, hallelujah. Lament for a flow for the men occurred in Hashem. The world they inquire is gone. The wealth is gone. Just the Lord, hallelujah. Every head is shaved. Every beard is cut off. Every hand is slashed. Every waist is covered with, with solder. And on the roof of Moab, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He loves us so much, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. There's nothing but mourning for I have broken Moab. Listen, he, you know, he's going to do it. The Lord is bringing this judgment. And it's hurting him to bring this. It's going to hurt him to bring it. It's going to hurt him seeing America come, come down this way. Because, you know, he has to do it for the sake of the elect. That they may be saved. For the sake of those that are backsliding, he's going to have to bring this. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, man, oh, man. Thank you, Lord. Oh, man, he, he just spoke to me there. Hallelujah. Amen. For the sake of those, the Lord is saying, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. He said, yes, my son, yes. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. It's going to hurt him. It's going to really hurt him, brothers and sisters, to bring this judgment, hallelujah, on this nation. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, because he loves them. He loves his nation. Mm -hmm. He loves his people here. He has raised them from little, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Since they were little, he brought this nation. When this nation was not a nation, he made it a nation, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He raised his nation. He raised his He's speaking to my heart now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He loves his nation. He loves his people here. He loves them. Hallelujah. With everlasting love, he loves them. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it hurt him to destroy this nation. It hurt him, hallelujah, to bring judgment on this nation. Hallelujah. But for the sake of the elect, he's going to bring it. Hallelujah. Because many are backsliding. Many are forsaking him. Hallelujah. Many have put their eyes on idols. Money has become their idols. Hallelujah. Many other things. Hallelujah. He's going to destroy their idols. Hallelujah. He's going to destroy them. Hallelujah. He's going to destroy his, their idols. He's bringing his idols down. Hallelujah. So many will be saved. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Moab have become an idea ridiculous, idea horror to all those around her. People are marking America in another, another country now. Hallelujah. Verse 40, this is what the Lord says. Look, an eagle is whooping down. This nation, hallelujah, the eagle, the eagle, hallelujah, the eagle is repres represent this nation. Hallelujah. And look, look at the eagle, says verse 40, is whooping down. The eagle is coming down. Hallelujah. 
The eagle is coming down. He says on verse 40, fretting his wing over Moab. Kiria will be captured, stronghold taken, and they are the heart of Moab, warrior. But we like the heart of woman in labor. Moab will be destroyed as a nation because she's defiled the Lord. Why is God doing this? Because Moab, United States, has defiled the Lord. It has defiled him who is holy. Terror and pain and snare awaits you. All people of Moab, all people of America, declares the Lord, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 44. More flee from the terror. Hallelujah. Will fall unto a pit. Hallelujah. Whosoever flee from the terror will fall into a pit. Whosoever climb out of the pit will cut up and stare. For I will bring upon Moab the year of her punishment, declared the Lord. It's a year. It's a year he has chosen for this. 2013 is that year. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the year people did not see it for the repentance in 2012. The Lord is saying this is the year now, 2013, when people are going to see this stuff come. Hallelujah. Right when it's so close for us to go home. The Lord has been saying to Sister Johnny, he's coming, he's coming. Sister Johnny said, oh, I hear the Lord saying, I come for my people. I'm coming for my people. I'm coming for my people. Why is the Lord saying this? Because the Lord wants to get his people out of harm. Hallelujah. He wants to get his little one out of harm. He don't want his little one to be harmed. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He just don't want his little one who, who, who has been going through much suffering, so much testing and trials by God. Hallelujah. God has tested you this way in case you complain about your suffering. In case you complain, you complain about your trials, God has been the one who chose you to trial this, you this way, to test you this way. Through infirmity, he even has tested some of you. Through pain, through some of you through lack of, of things you wanted. You have, many of you have gone through so many things, painful situations you have gone through for the Lord. Hallelujah. But you have not, hallelujah, hallelujah denied his name. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You have not denied him. Some of you, your own people in your own home, have come against you for seeking the Lord, for wanting to be close with Him, for wanting you to be, for you wanting to be obedient to the Lord, have cast you. Some of you, your own marriage. Amen. Hallelujah. Your own family have cast you, said the Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. He's speaking so clear to my heart right now. Hallelujah. It has cast you so much, so much. Hallelujah, says the Lord. Hallelujah. But you have continued to seek Him. You have not given up. Hallelujah. You have seek to be found worthy to escape. And now He wants you with Him. That's why He continued to say, I'm coming. I am coming for my people. Hallelujah. That's why He's saying through His prophet Johnny, His daughter Johnny, to His people, He is coming. He is coming. Hallelujah, to, 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 to give you warm in your heart, 
for you to feel his love and caring because he's so loved and so caring for his little one. He wants to have him. He wants to have us close to him. Hallelujah. Just like the Father says to me, I know how my little one feels. I know how you feel, he says to me, up in heaven. Hallelujah. He knows how you feel. He knows your pain. He knows your suffering. Don't think he don't care because he does. He truly does. He loves you. Don't you understand that you're part of him? Don't you understand that you're part of his body? And when one member of his body hurt, the rest of the body feels it. He feels your pain. He feels your suffering. But you have to go through this. You have to go through this suffering, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Because great is your reward. Great is your reward. And all your reward are with him who is coming for you. Your reward of with him that is coming for you. No one will steal your reward. Hallelujah. No one can steal what he has for you. Press forward with him in obedience and holiness and righteousness. Let no one tell you you should not be holy. Let no one tell you you should not be righteous before God. Hallelujah. Let no one tell you you should not be obedient to him. Because those are the things great value by God. Hallelujah. He values obedience. He values righteousness. He, val he values holiness. Don't you understand that he is holy? He is righteous. He is love. He is obedient. Hallelujah. Jesus is obedient to the Father. All he does is his father's will. Hallelujah. Now my will be done by thy, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he loves his father so much. All he wants to do is please his father. Can you can you understand that? Can you receive that? Hallelujah. Let your mind be a Christ. Let your will be his will, your father's will. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You keep on pouring out this oil over me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He keeps on speaking his word to my heart. Hallelujah. To my spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He is so good. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. His people, his people is his heart. You understand that you are the heart of the Lord? You are who he cares for? You are his beloved one who he cares for? Hallelujah, you are his heart. You are in his heart. You are so close to him. Hallelujah. He cares so much for you that he will not let you suffer. He will never let you perish. He will always keep you protected because you are so beloved by him. Hallelujah. My beloved is mine, and I am here, says Solomon. Hallelujah. 
Praise Jesus. He is ours and we are his. Hallelujah. My father said in the throne, my son, all I have is for my children. Hallelujah. Oh, when those words came out of my father, I'm looking at him. The father, the father has so much. And look how he expresses his love to us. All I have, he says, looking at me, is for my children. Hallelujah. What a wonderful father we have. What a loving father we have, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. All he has is yours. Hallelujah. Look at the things of heaven. Keep your eyes on the things above. Seek the things above. Hallelujah. Because soon he's taking us home. Hallelujah. Don't you understand? He wants to make a dwelling for you. So where he is, you will be also. Your dwelling is ready for you. Hallelujah. Your reward is ready for you. It's only waiting for you now. Heaven, I've wasted the bride. Heaven, I've wasted the bride. All heaven is waiting is for you now. Hallelujah. It's for you. God is waiting for you. All heaven wants to see the bride of Christ, that glorious bride. They want to see her enter heaven. They want to see her coming heaven with the glory of Christ. God has spoken so much about you that everyone in heaven wants to see you. Hallelujah. The Father, the Lord, and the Holy Spirit have spoken so much to the angel and everything up there he created about you that everyone up there wants to see you. Wants to see that glorious bride that Jesus is speaking about so much, so much. The angel wants to see it. All heaven wants to see you. They are waiting to see you. They got special garment they're going to wear in the day you come into heaven. Hallelujah. Be obedient to him. Obedience is greatly valued. 